Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shrieking Shack. This is a Harry Potter reread podcast for Laughs fans. I am your host, ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz, here we are. Season six, book six. How you feeling? Uh, feeling pretty good. I'm trying to think about how, how TV shows usually go, like in a, in a long running TV series. Mm. Um, how, how season six usually? Star Trek, pretty good. Yeah, Sopranos, really good. Uh, nice. Uh, Mad Men, good. But then I'm thinking about like season six, there's Dexter, not good. Is that the last uh, season? N- no, there's <laughs> there's a ways to go post season six. Wait, hang on. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. What season? Dexter season six. Dexter season six. Is this if it's the one with uh, with John Lithgow? It's good. Mm-hmm. But is it the one with John Lithgow? Oh, no, mm, no. OK, six is the worst. Six is the season where it's a big rip off of uh, of seven. And there's a guy there's Tom. Tom Hanks's son plays a crazy guy who has a, 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 a like ghost he keeps seeing telling him to kill stuff. And he sets up. Ooh, mm, nope. OK, so not Dexter. The season, so we're going to so try season- not we're going to try not to be a Dexter. Um, I, I've got something else to say, because, um, uh, you know, the, the big one that everyone is thinking of and no one is saying is um, a song of Game of Thrones season six. Yeah. Season six of Game of Thrones is okay. That's like the first post book one, if I remember right. Mm. So it's it's a little it's a it's a little wobbly in places, but it's not it's definitely not as it's not like season eight. It's not it's not the the worst possible. Yeah, yeah. This is the episode where we go through every season six of every television show that's ever aired. <laughs> every every and show say we whether watched. it's good or not. Uh huh. <laughs> did 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 early edition ever get to season six? Um, absolutely. I know that they introduced warlocks at some point, so probably. I feel like you can't you can't introduce uh canon warlocks and in, in your in your weird like kind like kind of like police procedural style show sure. until at least yeah. season six yeah I, ass- yeah I assume law and order svu um introduced warlocks around season seasons eight <laughs> to ten um so i so i can't imagine the kind of stuff they're up to yeah ncis introduced uh druids by season six probably so <laughs> so so we're in we're in good company here in season six with our first uh, 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 reading of the sixth book. But before we get into that, we got a little bit of business to get to. We got we got a small bit of news, but mostly I'm, I'm curious. How are you feeling like? I don't know. We're, we're 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 a week out now from the movie and wrapping up book five. What have you have, have any thoughts coalesced? Have you have you have you like uh, uh, been thinking about like Order of the Phoenix in the rear view at, at all? Um. It has made me really want to go back and watch movie number three, mm, mm-hmm. which Just is a again. weird, which is a weird takeaway, um, because especially because we've been doing these these really extremely thorough deep dives into into Harry Potter. I, I kind of came away with this assumption that I would never like want to voluntarily engage with Harry Potter media ever again. Right, like just for fun. Yeah, and I was like, "Huh, I kind of want to watch movie 3 after watching movie 5." Um mm. I want I want to kind of get in touch um with a more artistic vision 
uh, of Harry Potter a little bit, a kind of a, a sort of grounding experience. So I'm, so I might be doing that. Um, and my other takeaway is what an incredible, great time I had watching movie number five. <laughs> right, like just, like, just a, just a right good reasons, old time. But yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that movie, I, um, I, I did not think it was good but I definitely had a good time watching it. And, and I, I it's, it is all, I mean, like this, this is the same with the books too, but especially this movie, I'm so surprised. And, and maybe it's just because Harry Potter is like such a, like, I mean, I, I mean, aside from uh, crimes of Grindelwald, I guess, like, like such an untouchable, like media institution, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's canonized that, you know, there's not really much uh, like, like really, really like loud uh, uh, uh criticism of, of the movies are just sort of accepted as like oh yeah that's 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 up there with star wars it's just like you know people people have their uh, their thoughts about them but like broadly harry potter movie series is just like that is one of the fantasy movie series that everyone watches and, and, and generally loves and i like watching movie five was such a funny experience just thinking like if this hadn't been a harry potter movie i feel like it would just be like a renowned like meme movie right like yeah like up there with the golden compass movie for sure yes yeah just like like just 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 the like legendary weird dud film you know uh uh just like there there's there's i mean like voldemort in the hoodie you've got <laughs> the you've got the bizarre like there's a scene revolving around uh, Luna's feet. You've got uh, the Skyrim part. You've got the, the Civil War Ken Burns voiceover part. Like it's just there's so much weird shit happening in that movie. You've got you've got the sexy howler. Um, you have the scene <laughs> right. that you have the scene that has been stuck in my head the whole time, and I don't even know if we talked about it. But it was so awkward and bizarre, and and made me kind of like hide my face, but also laugh. And it, and it's it's really like minor, but it's a part where um the DA is leaving for Christmas, and and Dan is wearing that like blazer that he suggested to look like Lupin, like he's looking, oh, he's like in that mm-hmm. like t- the tweed jacket uh, and some some trouser pants that. I don't know if they are supposed to fit, but it's the era of when the movie was made or what's going on. But but for some reason, the like at least the one I was watching, like the sound balance felt really weird, and it's so awkward. And he says "Merry Christmas" to everyone, and it is so like stilted and <laughs> yeah. bizarre. And he's leaving, and he's going "Merry Christmas, Luna." Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas, Ginny. Merry Christmas. And it is so awkward and weird. Yeah, it's it's like that. It's like that um uh it's like that Key and Peel sketch of Obama shaking everyone's hands in the press room. He's like stopping at every single person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. Yeah, he's just and and that that's also when he like flips out on Fred and George because like he sees Cho and he's like making a beeline for her and they're like, hey Harry, we we're gonna we're gonna go like like make a swamp in the hallway. You want to join us? And he's like, get out of my fucking way! I'm gonna talk to Cho. Like he's he's just <laughs> so mad at them. Yeah, he, didn't he, tell he them has Merry that Christmas. moment for a plot point that probably should have been taken out of the entire movie because it doesn't matter. <laughs> 
Uh, the other thing that's been stuck in my head that I don't know if we covered on the episode, but was very funny was uh, the the weird way that they rushed through the Arthur Weasley stuff and w- like ending with um, with like Harry at Grimald Place for Christmas and it just cutting to like the dinner table and everyone going, Daddy's back. Uh, daddy's back yeah and then and then how in the entire rest of rest of the movie every time snape or voldemort or sirius was on screen we said daddy's back yeah i do remember that (laughs) (laughs) well the like 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 tying into my my like you know my my theory that this movie is is this accidental like like coming out story there's the part where when they're all saying daddy's back that's when sirius is like doing a sexy lean in the mm, door frame his, his leaning sexily yes daddy's oh, just, back indeed daddy is daddy sirius is back um <laughs> yeah but yeah I, I i just that movie was a delight in all the wrong ways and i'm now really curious if like because like you know david yates does all the rest of them are they all i, I hope they're all at least that funny you know like like oh like, me too I'm I'm really hoping that like to, like if if we've if we've got to watch three more bad Harry Potter films, I hope they're all at least this hilarious. I think the sixth one might be because the I I I know that the opening for the sixth one is uh, Dementor or uh, Death Eaters destroying the Millennium Bridge right after the movie opens with like you know uh, uh, September whatever uh, 1996 uh so that's (laughs) that's some good stuff that is some Um, good stuff um yeah so i really liked that movie and i think that um not not to get too serious here at the top of the episode but i'm just like really reflecting on jk rowling's writing as a whole after watching order of the phoenix and also mm. our kind of like brain blast about how um the the pov character of order of the phoenix didn't get to do anything mm-hmm. and, and and i also read a reddit post and, and i don't i'm not trying to put this person on blast because i don't i don't really like c- care oh <laughs> no it wasn't even it wasn't even a reddit post it was a uh so this might even be spicier than i thought it was going to be but it was a tumblr interview with someone with MuggleNet. Oh, um, okay. okay. And and one of the questions was like when when did you decide like you really loved the series? Like like what what put it over for you um from like I I am enjoying this to like I am going to make this my career essentially, sure. right? Like like put put all of this time and effort and energy into doing like the MuggleNet stuff. And and I'm paraphrasing here for sure, uh, but the the moment that they cited was the final battle, um, and the part where Harry apparently stands up to Voldemort and is like, "I you don't understand the power of love," and like wins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about how everything passed about book four, which was even pretty rough. I think is really bad. Um, and how none of the main characters get to do anything in these books anymore. And right. I don't understand why. Like, if, if you were to ask me what what sorts of moments I enjoy from Harry Potter, it's when um, Harry gets to do something. Like, like even, like, reflecting back on Order of the Phoenix and being like, like, nothing happened in this book except for stuff that happened off screen. It seems really quaint in retrospect to think of something as simple as Harry suspects that Draco is, is like, 
trying is opening the chamber of secrets and so they're right. going to make the polyjuice potion and sneak into the common room yeah 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 they, like they, they, okay the, great <laughs> yeah that's a plot that's a, that's that's movement for sure yeah it's 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 gonna be really interesting going forward i mean like like i uh i if i i i i i i you know, uh, I, I'm not here to like like criticize anyone. You know what anyone likes in these books, but that like in answers like that, or like people who are so emotionally attached to the end of the series, like that's a huge part of the fandom, right? It's just like being, you know, p- posting about like where were you when you know how did you feel when when the Gonagall summoned the the CGI statues in the last movie, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like that's such a big part of like the like the the collective like fandom memory, and like that's just like not what I really remember from harry potter at all like like just in this reread the things that have hit me the hardest are things that i remember hitting me the hardest when i was a kid which is stuff like you know miravera said just being like a good chapter or or uh you know prisoner of azkaban just being like a fantastic book from from back to front right just like it's it's interesting how uh there's definitely been some surprises along the way. Like I, I definitely like more of book five as bad as it is, you know, as, as much of a mess as, as a lot of book five is. I, I think I came away liking more of it than I, than I remember, but it is, I, I'm surprised at how much of this reread and like this reanalysis and, and this show has been me like reaffirming like, Oh, the things that I like now are the things that I liked when I was reading this as a teen. Uh, as well and i'm like that's just been an interesting experience i think yeah yeah i i i I definitely don't want to take away what other people are excited about harry potter and i do and i do but it but it does feel like i should be that age or like came upon the series in that same way as a lot of 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 other people my age that are having that takeaway of of really um like enjoying the more serious side of the story that that has kind of fallen flat so far for me so i i hope to uh go into book six and seven with a with an open mind um Mm -hmm. some curiosity about what what made that um so resonant with with people um and i guess i i hope to be surprised because you're right like there was stuff that that did end up to be a surprise book 5 was a mess i don't think it followed through on it very well but all the serious stuff was stuff that i didn't pick up on uh when i was a kid and and right. was probably my my favorite part so maybe there is going to be um some hidden gems uh in our in our future readings uh, uh to find uh, i'm in i'm going in i'm going into book 6 really like I'm one. I just don't know what I am expecting mostly uh, because I I remember so little about it. um, And I, I I have such a compared to the other books, at least I I have such a like foggy memory of like what it's about just like broadly. Um, But the other thing that I'm kind of going in, like that I'm going to like try and like put uh, like, 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 kind of work backwards and do some detective work on is figuring out why i didn't like it at the time either that's the part where Mm -hmm. where i'm Mm -hmm. because because i 
I, I, I've said, you know, over and over again, and I think you had a, a similar experience as, as reading this as a, as a teen, like I didn't like six and seven when I read them very much. And, yep. and I, 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 but, but the problem is like, I, I couldn't tell you why in a like very, like, like maybe fair is the right word. Like or like a not like a non like like I don't want to pat myself on the back and be like oh I had I had great taste even when I was you know fourteen <laughs> fifteen because I definitely didn't right like I I liked a lot of bullshit uh, at, at the time I was reading this yeah um, and I I'm I'm so curious what it what it is that 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 didn't uh, allow me to like get really into it in the way that a lot of my peers did. Because, uh, like I like I said, I, I I certainly can't chalk it up to just like, well, I just had amazing taste as a teen because I, I definitely did not have like, you un- particularly unique media tastes at that age, right? Like I I, I certainly yeah. was, wasn't like some like highfalutin t- teen genius who only liked the finest the finest fiction. I I was I was fully the, immersed the in finest, stuff. The finest Death Note, um, right? That, that uh, Borders <laughs> books had available. Only please. Right, I like complex right. stories now. <laughs> yeah. So I I I'm really curious. I wonder if I'll be able to like construct like a memory of like oh yeah this is why I didn't like it even at the time. But I I I just I couldn't tell you. I feel like it sounds like I just insulted Death Note, so I'd like to make it clear that Death Note slaps. Death Note fucking whips, slaps, <laughs> uh, owns. God, we got to get to Death Note one day, and and something. What a what a what a fantastic, fantastic series. Absolutely. But yeah, I I am I'm I'm very excited to be in, uh, uh, book six, and and kind of you know as as we have said many many times leading up to this, just we're, we're in uncharted territory now. Uh, I would like to get into just one tiny piece of, of, of news real quick before we get into our reading. Sure. Um, which is, as, as we've discussed, Pottermore has changed. Pottermore Mm. is now wizarding, wizardingworld.com. They flipped the switch. They flipped the switch. Uh, and we were wondering last week, like, oh, are they still going to be doing the, like, Pottermore style, like, weird articles? And they have posted four new pieces that I think, fingers crossed, bode well for the future. <laughs> uh, they, 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 you know, shortly after the, the, the new site launched, they published uh, uh, My Ravenclaw Pride Taught Me It's Cool to Be Smart. Uh, how I Learned That My House Hufflepuff Was Not a Lot of Duffers. Mm. my Gryffindor identity crisis and how I learned to stop worrying and love being a Slytherin. So we've got, I, oh, I we, think we, we, might, we, we might need to check that out. I, I know we talked about this on the bonus episode, but you have a little bit of an announcement. Y- yeah. So, so last week Liz announced that uh, according to the new <laughs> uh, 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 AR experience of sorting, uh she she had become a slytherin and i i have to report that after taking the test myself it also said that i am a slytherin um in in our defense i think i think that probably oh what what, what are you what, what was it what was it that you said uh, that, that they've 
they've widened the, the questions a bit. That's probably. my theory anyway, because I think that in the old Pottermore quiz, well, one, there were a lot more questions, which makes it probably end up more big air quotes accurate, right? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's just, if there's more questions, you're going to get a, a better answer. Right. Um, but I also have a suspicion that because of the way it worked before, you really had to try hard to get Slytherin. Like you had to just like pick like bullshit answers that, that no, nobody, nobody would do. Um, And I think that they probably maybe rebalanced it a little bit so that more reasonable answers will end up in Slytherin. Right. Like, like the old test would be like, like, would you would you have a house elf servant? And all the questions answers would be like, no, except one that would be like, yes and i would be mean to them ha 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 like like just that level of just like oh this is clearly the slytherin answer right yeah um, this yeah I, and i i think a part of it too is also like you know we as we have said so many times uh uh it is really funny uh whenever like 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 post harry potter stuff gets into like you know like reevaluations of Slytherin and, and how it's sort of just become like, oh, it's the goth house, which which is like, I, I think that's the perspective that even Pottermore comes from now. Like, like they've sort of they're sort of like skimming over the fact that like like it was in in the books, but it was like explicitly founded as like the racism house, right? Yes, uh, that that is no longer that is like like it's a soft retcon. Like like they have they have tried to repainted a little bit and 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 i saw probably the questions in the in these quizzes now are coming at it from that like collective fandom memory perspective right and it's like oh it's it's the it's the goth kid house yeah this article the how i learned to stop worrying and and love being a slytherin uh i i i already singled out actually because there's a little a little bit of a twist here uh so it's you know it's it's a it's it's whatever it's it's a it's a cute article just about like how all these people who are like oh uh they were surprised and upset when they got slithered because they're not mean and then they and then they learn to accept that oh it's goth house cool that's the gist of this article but it is written by one amelia tate from the guardian who we have encountered before mm-hmm uh, having written an article that I think we read maybe on like the second episode of the show, oh. uh, which was the where is it? Let's see, Harry Potter and the Explosion of Hogwarts merchandise. <laughs> uh, actually, okay, it wouldn't have been the same. Would, okay, so it's from this year, so we I think we 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 might have covered this like earlier this year, but yeah, this 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 was an author that we had come into contact with. But the reason I think that that is interesting is that that means that Pottermore slash Wizarding World is reaching out to like pundits and, and writers and whatnot who have mentioned Harry Potter recently. Interesting. So, hey, Wizarding World, there's a little podcast that you should check out with two hosts who would love to contribute something to wizardingworld.com. Oh, what would we write? Oh, the, I mean, the possibilities are endless, right? uh we could we could write about the fifth movie and how great it is we could write about 
Hurtwood House. We could get uh-huh. the word out about about the 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 best house there is. We could absolutely. Uh, we could write it, but we could we could ask, hey, what's the deal with the paintings? Are our paintings alive? There's there's so many things we could write. We have we have endless ideas. So hey, Wizarding World, if you're listening, and it sounds like you might be, if you're if you're catching, you know, if you're if you're noticing all these people who tweet and write about Harry Potter, uh, uh, give it give us a give us an email, shriekazagmail.com. We'd love we'd love to write something. We'd love to get get our hands on on the Pottermore uh, 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 CMS. Yeah, we've got thoughts. We're we're we here thoughts. every week with some thoughts. <laughs> we're ne- we're never going to run out of Harry Potter thoughts. So let us know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that that I just wanted to uh, make that connection. But I think it's time. I'm so excited to get into it. Shall we get into our reading for this? Yeah, we did two chapters. Two chapters. Not because they were short, really, even. I, I just it, I realized that the first two chapters, as as uh, you will uh, uh, explain here, uh, two chapters from different perspectives that seemed like a good bookend, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess we'll take them one at a time because they are like distinct. Uh, yeah scenes and characters and events um so i'll go through chapter one um which is called the other minister um and it's mostly a conversation and some information so so i'll see how how my how my summary kind of unfolds here just because Mm -hmm. it is it is kind of odd um but we are we are just open we're opening right up and and we are with our um a a new character um, and it's the prime minister, um, not the prime minister or the minister of magic, but the prime minister of the muggles. Um, and he's having a, a crummy time. Uh, it, he's he's waiting, waiting for a call uh, from some some other country's leader. Um, it doesn't specify who. Um, and, and he's just he's having a, a bad, a bad time for a politician because a bridge has collapsed. Uh, there's a bunch of mist everywhere, making everyone sad. Uh, there's some grisly murders, uh, nearby. Um, and the government is getting blamed for all of this. Um, and so that's, um, that's not fun for him. Uh, but as he's waiting, um, uh, for this call, a painting in his office, um, coughs or indicates that that the minister minister for magic minister fudge who we all know and love is going to come visit and so this is our big reveal that the the prime minister the muggle prime minister uh knows about magic and that it is tradition or protocol or whatever that every time a new prime minister is elected uh the minister for magic comes comes through the flu and introduces himself and says hey um magic is real we have this other government you won't see me again uh but i'm just letting you know um however um we we find out as the as the prime minister is kind of ruminating about his upcoming meeting with Fudge, um, that Fudge, although he said he would only come through one time, has been there uh, several times. One time to to warn him about Sirius Black, who at the time they thought was like a Muggle killer, um, and and Fudge had also told him about Voldemort, um, and that he also was warned about the Death Eater demonstration at the Quidditch World Cup. Um, Fudge arrives. 
And he's there to tell the Muggle Prime Minister that Voldemort's back, um, that it was actually Voldemort that blew up the bridge. Um, the hurricane that happened was not a hurricane. It was actually giants, uh, and it's being covered up. Uh, the murders were wizards, um, and and all, and all the mist is dementors. Um, the Prime Minister gets a little... <laughs> We'll talk no about editorializing. it. Um, no editorializing. Nope. Um, the, the prime minister gets pretty mad and is like, you know, this is your problem and I'm taking all the blame for it. Um, and, and Fudge reveals at this point that he, oh, he's not, he, after all this, he's not, he's not the minister for magic anymore. Um, but the new minister of magic is going to, to come, uh, come meet him. Uh, and they're going to talk about what to do. And this is when we first see um, the new Minister for Magic um, that I forgot to workshop how I was going to pronounce ahead of the show, Rufus Scrimger. Scrimger? Yeah. Scrim- I think they say Scrimgur, Scrimger in the movies, but <laughs> Prime Minister Imger is here. Prime Minister Imger is here. Um, and And he is very cool he's described as like an old lion and he's cool and calm and collected and the prime minister kind of reflects about why why the magical community would prefer to have this this kind of uh, more serious minister in a time of crisis um it's at this point that we kind of find out that 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 Scrim- Imger is there um, to to appoint security um, to the Muggle Prime Minister, and, and he kind of speculates that, like, of course, like a very like, of course, Voldemort would want to assassinate the like leader of the Muggles or whatever. Um, and and it's at this point that we find out that um, that the that Kingsley has already been appointed and is doing a great job, kind of kind of watching the Muggle Prime Minister um, and. Also, that the junior minister is at St. Mungo's because he's been hit by like a botched imperious curse and is all is all messed up. Um, that is pretty much it. Uh, we kind of wrap up the wizards leave. Um, and and that's that's the chapter. That's chapter one. The other minister. This is such an interesting opening. I actually kind of really like I've been really like ruminating on like what it is I thought about this chapter um, because it's so weird and and not in, this, you know, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of episodes uh, uh, open with me in the dis- in the chapter discussion saying like this is a really weird one. But I mean, like this one is 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 weird in that this almost feels like a do over in introducing the like uh the tone shift if that makes sense and i think it does actually a pretty good job i i i really appreciate the uh the way that this mixes the very mundane political uh uh stuff with the like ridiculousness of them of the, the the magic world and I almost wish that like we had gotten this chapter in like book four or five or something, because it just does such a uh, like like this has this this is such a better like whimsical but more serious and dark tone to it than anything before it has. I think um, it, it it really worked for me. I, I I thought this was cute. I'm really undecided about it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, that's how i I was feeling yesterday yeah one i enjoyed reading it i thought it was funny um 
It had a certain amount of whimsy that I appreciated. Um, I think the conversation was funny. I like how it just kind of deadpans the whole thing. Um, I feel like it has implications. <laughs> that yes, and that is that yeah, that's the part where I am still and maybe forever will be kind of ping-ponging back and forth on this one. I I feel like it raises questions for me that maybe are bad to raise. Mhm. I guess um like is this really trying to tell me that every world leader gets approached by the like corresponding magical government and they all know about magic? Y- yes yeah that and then they just don't do anything with that <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the fact that there has never been any sort of like I, I guess apparently never been any sort of like intra uh muggle wizards like like political infighting about like hey can you like use that to make cancer not exist or something like can can we can you make can you can we get some magic food please so there's no more world hunger? Uh, I don't know. Like like yeah, there's there's definitely and and it, but the thing is, and I think the thing that that maybe sort of almost helps lampshade that for me, uh, is the part where, um. And, and if this had been more developed, I think that this would be like more solid ground to stand on. But I, but I think that that like this is kind of the thing that is making it work for me mostly. Is there's that part where, uh, you know, the the Muggle Prime Minister is like, I'm gonna, uh, tell everyone like 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 you know what what happens if I if I tell everyone that that you, that you're here and there's magic and Fudge just sort of laughs and is like, you're not gonna tell anyone. Like, like you're you're not gonna have this conversation, and setting it up as a, this almost sinister relationship where the where the wizard world apparently just kind of doesn't give a shit about the Muggles. Like they're they're really just kind of like looking down on them. Like they're only appearing like once a year to like tell them about the most egregious crimes and 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 uh, political crises that are happening that almost like i can almost envision like mm, if this was a better book or jk rowling was a better writer this would finally be the answer to that question of like why don't wizards solve all the problems it's because the wizards suck right yeah yeah i can see that but that is so much of that is, is me imagining a better story right like like that's that's definitely a, a lot of that is 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 lifting i'm doing and bringing to the story but like i thought that that part was funny at least like i said like i think it's a good scene and i i do like what you bring up which is like i wish this was in book four like Mm -hmm. like you're right this does feel like a stepping over the threshold of it being more serious but i i feel like we're already there although i i kind of have to give it credit that it is at the front of a book right Mm -hmm. and order the fiend like the ending of order of the phoenix is still kind of fresh in my mind so this feels like i'm kind of having a little bit of cognitive dissonance with this scene <laughs> which is maybe a little unfair no I, I i think that's fair like like imagine what a like like imagine you've been waiting two years for this right like like that definitely i think like if 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 if, if i think i would be madder 
reading this two years later as an adult, like if, if I had been an adult when Harry Potter came out and book five ended the way it did with <laughs> basically the entire book throwing its hands up and being like, fucking whatever. I don't know. The government, the, the, the fudge saw Voldemort and he says he's, he's back, back and that's it. He's back. Uh, and, and, and that's, and that's it. And then book six out of seven starts with uh, a do over. That's like finally making the, the, political realities make some sort of sense i would be mad i'd be like where was this five years ago right like like that's i guess the the weird issue with this that i have is that like if if i have to believe that wizards are able to stay stay secret from muggles right like yeah i'm I'm okay making that leap in a more serious story it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but like okay i i it feels upside down like they they are a secret government it's like the it's like the most important rule uh of being a wizard right like you're you have to keep keep the masquerade or whatever and they tell like the muggle governments about them why (laughs) yeah okay no that's a really good point it's backwards yeah why would they yeah hmm I mean, I guess like it's it can be like kind of a joke about how dysfunctional the like the like again like the, the thing that keeps coming up again, which is that wizards suck, which I think is really interesting and cool. Um, or or the the thing that it keeps like bumping up against that I am starting to think more and more is unintentional. That it's like if magic were real, it would just they would just make the same society again. Yeah. Um. And and that's I. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm so I'm so I'm so back and forth about this stuff. Right? It, 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 yeah. It, it it like it like like to me. I I I I am both really excited by the potential storytelling stuff that this chapter brings up, but I think I am also I have like this this uh this grounding of like disappointment knowing it never goes there and probably was never going to go there. Like. There's a version of this, or or not even not even that. There's a version of this. I think that that the 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 idealized mystery that this places in my head is that like this is some a really good chapter of commentary on like the inherent evil of being a world leader, like the mundane evil of like okay, I'm you know I I've done it, I've worked, I've worked all my life to get elected, and and I'm finally the president or the prime minister or whatever, and then you you sit down in your office and you know a, a mysterious man appears and dumps dumps a folder on your desk and is like we assassinated this guy, this guy, this guy, we're controlling this government. Uh, there's this uh there's this plane you don't want to go on, but this guy's working for us too uh you, you know like, like like you you've kind of like opened the box and you can't and you're in like a position of power but you can't do anything with that information because you would like upend society right like if if a if if a, if a world leader came out and said oh yeah like like the 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 CIA and the MI6 or whatever is is doing this 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 and this right now it would just like cause complete chaos right like mm-hmm. like 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 the the world the society as we know it would cease to function if every ugly truth of government got out there and so the idea that the wizard world exists and could solve all the problems or whatever but they won't because they're horrible and don't care 
and and are looking down their nose at, at, at muggles i i like that as a like kind of goofy metaphor for that but i think that that might be entirely 100 percent a like author is dead reading on my part of this yeah but it, it makes this chapter almost feel like a really good short story like yes, that is almost yes, the level yes. that i enjoy it right yes that is yes that is a, if if this was just a short story about someone becoming the prime minister and learning this horrible truth that even if they told someone like i like like the, the two the two options are you look crazy and no one believes you or you like upend society completely like that's a really good story right and i think that's maybe why i appreciate it so much is is it, it really feels like a short story in a way um, yeah. but in the greater context i think you're right it, it's it's very bad for harry potter maybe specifically yeah i i also i think that the other question that this um, chapter brings up with me again that I just need to get over this, right? I need to get over the idea that Fudge didn't want Voldemort to be real and didn't want a war because he would get unelected. You just <laughs> you just can't reelect someone during war. You just can't. And it, it'll never happen. Yeah, that never I happens. Can, I can I am so stuck on that. Like of course, of course they're not gonna reelect the goofball president because there's a war going. JK Rowling <laughs> what year did what, you write hello? this joke <laughs> yeah 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 that's and, all, like, and that's... also this whole conversation of fudge um basically showing up um to be like yeah i didn't get elected because like i told everyone that 9-11 was an accident <laughs> yeah no you're right yeah it's it's it it flies in the face of both of like the historical context that this book was written in and also like even if if you zoom even further out I think maybe every single uh, uh, my first political commentary movie, cartoon, book, video game, uh, uh, everything, the the evil leader starts a war to keep power because he knows that's how you hold on to power, right? Like that is just like 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 separated entirely, even from real life. That is like. <laughs> that is that is like how fiction works that is like rule number one of like fictional evil leaders right like it's it's yeah that's a weird that's a weird way to frame this i just can't believe fudge is still able to just be like the ah shucks character yeah yeah also, I also love he's being kept on as an advisor what yeah, the how hell does, does that mean yeah how does that work just just oh he you're is, is he the vice president now did he just like step down a like one rung like how does what does that entail <laughs> also why would anyone want why would rufus i guess you know hey maybe this is something that comes up in this book but why would rufus want fudge around he clearly hates him uh and and he's also clearly incompetent so what's what advice could fudge have other than like well you you might look good in a bowler hat or something, right? Like what the fuck? Um did did you feel like um uh Rufus uh Scrimger's uh introduction was a, an accidental like oh he's really hot? 
daddy's back oh 100 percent. yeah the, he's like what he's an old lion mm, uh, that's a weird thing for the prime minister to observe yeah <laughs> yeah this, his this hair is, is really good it, it's yes, a big mane of we, hair we got we know from reading this book series <laughs> we know what jk rowling likes uh-huh. uh it is it's always funny the way that that comes through uh in in all of her it, like it, it, it it's 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 one of those things where it's like it's not a bad thing by any means but it's just very funny in a series that is very male dominated uh-huh. that everyone has a like very heterosexual female perspective on what all the male characters look like i guess it's very funny and again it is so written for a movie yes like so mm-hmm. much because the prime minister when meeting the prime minister the new prime minister of wizards for the first time isn't going to be like oh your beautiful mane of hair that's <laughs> that's movie that's what that's what she wants the people in the theater seats to think do you remember what rufus scrubgar looks like in the movie by the way no is it daniel craig no, it's not. It should have been Daniel Craig. It's Bill he's already, Nye. He's, he's already playing Mendungus Fletcher. Oh, that's right. It's 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 Bill Nye, um, and I I he he's wearing quite a wig, is what I will say. I uh, see that. I just I just pulled up his uh, the Rufus <laughs> Scrimger um, wiki article here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, gonna, he, I'm just realizing how much great political intrigue is going to be in this novel. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful stuff. I would just say that, like, if I was, t- like, to me, if if someone says, oh, someone looks like an old lion, I would, I guess I would kind of imagine, like, like a sort of distinguished widow's peak and, like, kind of slicked back, but, like, kind of poofy hair, I guess. What they've gone for here makes him kind of look more like a basset hound, is how I would describe movie Rufus Scrimgore. <laughs> Wait, did you know that he's cut from Half-Blood Prince? He's only in the Deathly Hallows movies. Oh, really? Oh, That's what it says. It, oh. he, he, was even, he was even cast for Half-Blood Prince and was just cut completely. Interesting. So I guess we don't get the scene then, or, or if we do, it's just fudge. That's kind of interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, the hmm. That's I, I wonder how. Well, we've got a long ways to go before we get to the movie, but that'll be something to 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 think about. It's like how they handle the like because because like as 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 dumb as the like why didn't Fudge retain power starting a war thing is. I will say I I I am at least somewhat intrigued by like where the story is going with like. And like you know, the wizard world is has now uh, 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 under the care of like a more like hawkish leader, right? And like that's I'm I'm I, I don't know I don't remember how any of that stuff shakes out. So I'm very curious to see like how Rufus Scrim Imger is portrayed in this in this book and like where that goes. Um, there is a part where the Muggle Prime Minister says at war. Surely that's a little bit of an overstatement, um, and. <laughs> I don't feel like Fudge had a very um, satisfactory answer for me or the Prime Minister of Muggles because I agree it is an overstatement. <laughs> it, yeah, we're we're 
Yeah. Charles Manson is out there. He's murdered. What is it? Two murders. Two murders. Yep. Two murders. And he knocks some trees over with a giant, which, uh, yeah, that's not I I would I wouldn't say we're like open war just yet. I would say that there's a there's a there's a gang on the loose and we gotta we gotta (laughs) stop. We gotta stop them. But yeah, what do I know? There's a lot of weird tidbits like that. Um, I really need to talk about the Dementor one. Yeah, can we please? Yeah, what's going on here? Uh, there's a there's a detail here saying that like, oh, you know, it's unseasonably cold and foggy, uh, and the prime minister and everyone has been really moody, and uh, and 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 Fudge uh, says, oh yeah, the Dementors are are working for the for the bad guy now. They're no longer running the wizard torture prison, and they're and they are re. <laughs> I'm going to read the exact, let me pull my book out here. <laughs> I need to read the exact, the, the completely verbatim description. I should have highlighted, like, this is a, did anyone, you're, you're reading on the app. Did anyone highlight that? Was anyone, is anyone else excited about this, this detail? No, I don't know how the app really works. And I also am not. I have not taken the care to find out, but I feel like it really only tells me what people have highlighted the very most. Cause I had one, one line out of these two chapters. So here we go. Mm. Uh, I thought the Dementors guarded the prison in Azkaban, he said cautiously. They did, said Fudge wearily, but not anymore. They've deserted the prison and joined he who must not be named. I won't pretend that wasn't a blow. But, said the Prime Minister with a sense of dawning horror, didn't you tell me that they're creatures that drain hope and happiness out of people? That's right. And they're breeding. That's what's causing all this mist. Sometimes when you're (laughs) writing a story for children, you create a monster that is a metaphor for depression. And that can come up in any like that's that is that's good for a reading group, you know, like you know maybe you have a wizarding world book club and that's just one of your themes that you can talk about and and you can be like oh yeah anyone anyone notice that the dementors are they that's kind of like depression and then it's like by the time you're writing the sixth book in the series you're like depression's out there and it's it's fucking it's fucking all over the place (laughs) depression is fucking and fog is dementor come wow What is what is wrong with J.K. Rowling? The Dementors are fucking. <laughs> How does that work? You can't. You cannot just drop that. The, so, the, is, the, are they like fish? Are they like spawning? Is the mist like like they're they're come like finding the eggs? Like, like what's a, yeah, go, what's pool? going on? Are they or are I mean like because they're like humanoid? Maybe they're just going at it. Maybe you know. <laughs> You're just maybe there's a muggle somewhere that needs to be obliviated because they're like, yeah, I was I was walking back from the grocery store and then I saw two hooded figures and one was just railing the other one from the back. But they were right. so scary looking. I felt so sad watching them, but I they were so going sad. at it. There was mist everywhere. Um, but it, it was, was just I'd be so struck by some just melancholy watching the, <laughs> watching, watching fucking watching these two skeletons. <laughs> smack their hips together (laughs) and i just felt so i felt like i would never be happy again and then and then they just kept on kept on fucking huh you know like are they people right like like what are 
this is a weird okay i have always maintained that the less you know about a monster in a story the scarier they are and in a way (laughs) maybe this is meant to to just raise questions and make them more mysterious however (laughs) i i think that this is maybe the wrong kind of mystery to to have around your around your scary monster is how or like you can't just have a character just say like oh yeah they're fucking and that's why You're all right. the mist it is do- here. It does. It it refocuses the mystery onto something distinctly <laughs> less scary. <laughs> right. Like okay. If 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 he had just said, look like, like there it, like 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 you know we're in we're in an alternate universe right where I the, the universe where I didn't get hit by a car this morning and everything's normal, uh, is um we read this book and J.K. Rowling just wrote Fudge to say. Yes, they they've escaped Azkaban and they're multiplying, and that's the line. And like we, we we you know being being the intrepid podcasters that we are, we maybe share a laugh and we're like, oh, maybe they're fucking, huh? Ha ha! And then we move on to the next section of the podcast. But no, we live in the universe where not only did Fudge say they're breeding, he said that's why all this <laughs> mist is everywhere. Just. <laughs> dropping way too many details about this it's vivid (laughs) like the breeding line would be bad enough if you had just said oh yeah they're breeding and then continued that would have been bad but why the detail about the mist joe (laughs) what does that mean i feel like I feel like this is such a sleeper because everyone likes to talk about how it's like, oh, she finished writing these brilliant, perfect books. She bookended the series that is, you know, flawless. It's a it's a classic. It's going to be read for the next million years. And then afterwards, she just kept dropping these details on Pottermore. We hate that shit. They're in there. They're They're fucking in in there. (laughs) They're in the damn book. Absolutely. The I am never rereading this has ruined we we live in the pacific northwest it we are we are in winter there's going to be fog everywhere for the next like three months (laughs) i am not going to be able to like go outside without thinking ah the dementors are breeding and that's why there's all this mist that's why there's all this cum everywhere there's we're i'm 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 knee deep in dementor fuck fog (laughs) why I'm really disappointed in the wiki for not listing this under um, their subheader on the Dementors uh, entry abilities. <laughs> ability. Fucking. Abil- a fucking we know, ability. We know we know they fuck and come. And, and <laughs> <laughs> it's just I can't believe this. I just cannot I cannot deal with this. I this is so much worse to me than the uh yeah the wizards shit themselves and vanish the evidence thing like that's 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 baby shit compared to this to me like (laughs) there are way more haunting uh harry potter uh fun facts out there and and i think that dementors are actively breeding is is one of them i think that that's maybe number one actually maybe right at the top We've got to yeah. get it out there. We've got to we've got to remind the people that in 2005 or 2006 whenever this book came out uh it, it, we we got a we got an earth-shattering revelation about dementors that no one seems to remember. 
<laughs> I don't I don't blame them. Um, but yeah, it's this is this is vital information, I feel. <laughs> and you're right, partially because it has ruined my life. It's there's fog outside my window right now. Like well, it's it's kind of misty out. It's um so so do you think do you think that that is also the implication not not only not only that it becomes misty when dementors are fucking, but rather mist indicates that dementors are fucking. Like all <laughs> just all mist, all fog. It's like in a game when you like you press a button to like follow the the like a trail to the quest objective or whatever. It's like ah, you can track a dementor, you can hunt a dementor by their by their nut. It's just floating around out there. <laughs> I, yeah, That's messed I, up. It's fucked up, Joe. I hate this. I don't. I did not need this detail. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think, I think what you said about this, this chapter being a good short story has clicked here's, something into place for me. Well, here, here, here's the thing though, is because this Dementor detail would work great in this like really like kind of funny, cynical, dark short story that I'm imagining, but instead, because it's a short story, um, and, and like nobody reads short stories except for like college students the part with the dementors it would be fudge being like yeah they're fucking they're fucking out there depression is out there fucking <laughs> depression is depression is fucking out there <laughs> uh i think i think this is you know this 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 chapter is also slightly undermined by the um the part where and i think that this like like i think that maybe this also shoots holes in like my uh, like praise of this chapter and like what it's trying to do with the story because i think there's a part where it's it, it's explicitly trying to lampshade the whole like well why doesn't magic just solve everything thing where the the prime minister is like well can't you do something you do magic and and they they turn to him and they deliver the incredible clunker uh like ah oh, my dear man the, the the all the bad guys can do magic too uh I'm like, that's where this ends, and that's just so fucking corny and stupid, and actually doesn't really mean anything. I, I, I had a real groan at that one. Yeah, it's one of those ones where I feel like it's supposed to sound, um, I guess profound is even like too strong a word, probably, but that if you take a second to like think about it, it's like, what? It's like, wait, what? What? What are you saying? Um, I would like uh, this is um. Um, my my new segment, which is the um, I'm reading this book in the Kindle app, and it shows me what the most highlighted lines um, of people who are reading it are. And I would just like to tell you that the line said by Fudge, the trouble is the other side can do magic too, Prime Minister. Oh, excuse me. That's that's uh, Imger. Um, 3,890 people have highlighted that. Damn. Well, it sure, it sure sounds profound. It has the it's... cadence of a profound. And honestly, thinking about it, the short in the short story version of this it actually does make sense to me and and would work better there because if 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 this is supposed if you know imagining that this this is a metaphor for like how no one's no one in power's hands can possibly be clean right this idea that like well can't you do something you're the you know you're the secret spy organization and they say like well like no everyone else ha is doing this too right like that yeah. makes more sense sure that, like like that that is a good ending to a short story that is about like just the the corrupting nature of espionage but that's not what this is about right i've just like imagined this better story with a better ending <laughs> <laughs> 
to this, right? I don't know what this is about. That that's really my my takeaway from this, and it is I I I come away asking the one question from from this chapter, um, which like is is gonna sound dorky, but I'm gonna say it anyway, and it is what does magic represent in Harry Potter? Right. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't know if I or J.K. Rowling have an answer for you. It's just I, magic. I, th- I think back to um, book one, and it was very clear what it represented. Um, but it is very different from what it is now. You know, yeah. before yeah. it was ab- it was about leaving your normal, like suffocating, oppressive life. Um, yeah. And it was about being creative and people who like lived freely and and it was about like love and 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 all of and all of that stuff. Right. Because it's a kid's book. Yeah. Um, that doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Um, it's gun spell, I guess. It's, yeah, it's it, oh, it's gone from like being a about like uh, uh, freeing yourself from uh from like the dreary day to day and being yourself and 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 learning to accept you know uh, accept your 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 personal skills and, and creativity and just you know going out there uh and now it's uh uh guns and mind control right and it and it is the the president saying um minister can't you just shoot them with your gun spell and then the <laughs> minister saying uh but but you fool you fool they also have the gun but spell. Paglia, but I, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I am gun spell. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> Shall we get to the next chapter here? Because I think yeah. the second one is actually even more interesting, honestly. Yeah, uh, the second one we read is Spinner's End. Um and this one spends quite a bit of time uh, kind of building up an atmosphere, I suppose, right here at the front. Um, but I'm just going to tell tell you what happened, which is that uh, Narcissa Malfoy is on her way somewhere and, and Bellatrix is kind of is following her and trying to to stop her and saying, like, you should you shouldn't you shouldn't do this. Um, you have to trust Voldemort like what like you you need to you need to stop you can't you can't go to mis, like mysterious person uh for help uh we we can't trust him on and on but narcissa is is desperate she's going to do whatever whatever it takes to to fulfill her m- mysterious goal here um also it's it's spooky and they kill a fox because they think it's an horror um and they and they kind of enter um a dreary um what i would describe as like a working class muggle neighborhood there's there's a description of like an old an old mill um and and bellatrix is is kind of skeptical and it's like you know this sucks i can't believe he lives here um we we can't trust him on and on um but the, but narcissa won't won't stop and they they reach a house uh she knocks at the door and um and snape answers um he he invites them in and is is very you know courteous offers them wine uh all that he um we find out that wormtail is also there uh living with him and, and snape is kind of treating him pretty badly and his is um and and voldemort has kind of set wormtail up there um to to help snape out but 
but Snape is kind of treating him like a servant and is having him, you know, fetch wine and and all of that. Um, Narcissa wants to ask Snape something. Um, Snape sends Wormtail away. Uh, but before we can kind of get to to why she's there, Bellatrix interrupts and is like, we, we can't trust him. He's not on, on Voldemort's side. And so Snape takes this opportunity to kind of like address her um, her issues with him. And we get kind of a long monologue explanation from Snape answering her very long series of questions like, why did you not... Uh, go to Voldemort immediately. What were you doing all those years? Why did you stay at Hogwarts this whole time? Why didn't you kill Harry? He was there with you for for however many years. And Snape kind of goes point by point and explains, like, I like sorry sorry about it, but I thought Voldemort was dead. That's like the honest truth. Um, I wasn't just gonna murder someone uh, with Voldemort dead and then go to jail like you. Um, I, I, Voldemort was happy enough with what I did anyway, because now I'm installed at Hogwarts to, to spy for him. Um, I waited to go, to go to him immediately so that I could prove to Dumbledore that I was still on his side so that I can continue to spy. Um, I, like, he also thought that, um, there were rumors that Harry Potter was going to be like the next Dark Lord. So he was like going to watch out. So it's just, it's just this like big, big long explanation that, that really is kind of also, um, relying on him being like, well, if you think I can fool Voldemort, like that's not very cool, is it? Um, and so Bellatrix is like kind of satisfied by that, and and it's time to find out what Narcissa wants. Um, except she she kind of starts and says like I what I'm not supposed to tell you because like Voldemort it's a secret, and Snape says like well then you shouldn't. But good for good news, I already know what the plan is, and and the rest of the time they kind of talk about it very vaguely. Um, Draco's been given a mission of some sort, but Narcissa thinks that because Lucius failed in in getting the prophecy that Voldemort is just setting Draco up to fail and maybe die um, as as punishment. Um, and Narcissa asks that Snape either help Draco do whatever this mysterious mission is or else do it in his place. And Snape says, okay. And then they initiate something called the unbreakable vow uh, that Bellatrix like presides over. Uh, and those are, those are the terms of the vow, but we never find out what the mysterious mission is. And that's the end of the chapter. So, this monologue, this like the 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 core, like the 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 core monologue in this chapter, and I'm skipping ahead a little bit here, but I think that this is like the 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 main thing I want to get out of the way first is really funny because it is uh both like like it's very it's a very long winded conversation that reminds me a lot of like book four again um but it is also funny because it is 100 like uh a author addressing the audience's questions almost verbatim uh, i it, it, don't want these questions answered i do not right yeah it it, it is these these are this is this is a very explicit rundown of like I, I I remember having these questions and also other people like like online like this being like the the series of questions that like people were asking between books five and six right uh, mm-hmm. and you know like is Snape good or evil 
stuff was 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 a was a big flashpoint for the fandom and it is very funny to open your book with the character in question just ans- basically like being interviewed by the fandom like why did you do this why didn't you do this and just kind of very calmly walking through it all i thought that was quite silly if they needed to establish like i i think that the drama of Bellatrix not trusting him is good. I like yeah. that tension here in that scene, but it like cut cut all those questions out. Have Snape say Voldemort trusts trusts me is that not good enough for you and leave it. Leave it at that. Yeah. I do yeah. not need all of the rest of that answered because it has the reverse effect, I think, which is one, it's extremely obvious that Snape is a good guy. Yeah, right. Like I think yeah. I, I, I like that. There's no mystery here. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that if that's mean, um, but I just this is it's not it's not a mystery. There's no other way this story could go unless this story was explicitly setting out to just do the opposite thing, mm-hmm. which it's not ever going to. Not in a million years, right? And two. None like there is no way that you can make Voldemort sound scary if this is the kind of thing he will believe. <laughs> so dumb. It it needs to rely only on Voldemort's whatever mind powers and being tricked because Snape has better mind powers because none of it all of this stuff is just completely extraneous. Yeah, the, this the the comical series of meetings that this implies happen like 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 voldemort comes back to life and he's really pissed and he goes to snape he's like hey why didn't you come find me and, and snape's just like oh i thought you were like dead and snape voldemort's like oh okay uh and <laughs> which which is a again super weird because we saw voldemort come back to life and like torture someone for making that excuse in the in the graveyard right like like he was he was pissed that no one came to fa- find him and and like did not accept that as an excuse uh then he he's like well why didn't you kill harry potter or he's like well i i didn't want to he's like oh okay and then uh why are you still working at hogwarts and he's like well i want to be defense against the dark arts teacher and hey i i can tell you all about dumbledore and he's like okay it's like why weren't you at the uh the you know, why didn't you come and f- help fight the order when, when we were moving on the prophecy? He's like, well, I was, I, I was grading papers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just like, what, just like, 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 what, what are these conversations between Snape and Voldemort like? I think just like that. <laughs> just imagining Voldemort like really meekly doing the like, hey, um, so are you mad at me? Like, like, did, like, just, just. <laughs> kind of passive aggressive with snape like what is yeah it it paints a very weird picture of like what kind of leader voldemort is especially because the other the aside from this weird like monologue running down all the like the like plot holes that i i don't actually think are plot holes um for the sake of the audience i think that this 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 conflict that narcissa is going through is actually super interesting like mm-hmm. the the her whole thing about how like like oh he's given uh, uh draco this thing and i know that it's because he's pissed at lucius like that is way that makes Voldemort seem way scarier and pettier in a really yeah. cool like like interesting way than 
it, and it's like immediately undermined by this like him being a huge dumbass who like has given snape at least five chances at this point right i i and i think that there is like a better story in there for voldemort and snape which is which is of like voldemort being so confident in his power to read people's minds yeah and being wrong about that right like yes i, I think that this is a in a, a chance for it to be more simple right and and to leave the imagining of what what that was like for snape to go back and and like take the place as the spy like i i think that in imagining that it like is way more fun than what this conversation does do which is makes you imagine those meetings like you described (laughs) yeah that's not cool no that's stupid (laughs) yeah and and i also is do you think is the implication here though that like Voldemort doesn't really trust Snape and like that's why Wormtail's there and like always listening in. I think so. Right. Like cuz like that that again has like if 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 we didn't get this detailed rundown of all the reasons why uh Voldemort clearly trusts Snape and is cool with everything he's done, but also he's clearly installed Wormtail there. Um if, if this was a more clear like neither of them trust each other kind of thing but like need each other to to like stick around like like that that tension's interesting right like like kind of like a a, a like spy versus spy power play thing like like that that's cool mm-hmm. um and it doesn't need to, I, I don't need one of them to like run down a checklist of 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 meetings that he's had with his boss to make him trust him right like yeah i i i like the i like the the like not really trusting each other but need to trust each other tension a lot better on its own right i mean that's that's another side of it where it's like of course voldemort wouldn't trust anyone right that he that follow him right because they're all scumbags like he knows that right yeah he knows that. I mean, like he 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 said to all their faces in Goblet of Fire that they're they're all just like opportunistic aristocrats, and he doesn't trust any of them, and 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 they're going to need to work for for his you know uh, for his respect again, right? Like, and 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 like he, I mean, he's showing it here in his actions too. I mean, like 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 the the whole Draco Narcissa thing here again, just like paints a really nasty, scary picture of Voldemort in a really cool way. Uh, of like how how petty he is and and how yeah cruel he doesn't he, he doesn't trust people he controls people right yeah he that's he, cool yeah that's that's a villain that's a solid villain there like he's yeah he's just he's just uh, he treats all of his his followers like like pawns and 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 punishes them in really cruel ways like that's a really cool scary setup um, but also apparently he's a huge dumbass. Uh, and, is, <laughs> and is also way too trusting simultaneously uh, right after concocting the world's dumbest plan to co- to collect an orb from a from a basement. 
Yeah, there there is that part in there where, where um, Bellatrix like accuses Snape of not being there during the orb mission, and and she and she says she calls it like a dangerous mission, and, and he's his response is like a dangerous mission. It was like six teenagers <laughs> <Yeah>. or whatever. <laughs> that is the one saving grace of this silly stuff is that we do at least get a lot of good snape dialogue like the way that's he, true the way that he is talking with bellatrix in this scene is quite funny he is uh, kind of an evil gentleman Ooh, he is he is an evil gentleman um i mean like like yeah his whole you know his whole back and forth with wormtail is really funny um i like I, I had a laugh at the very beginning where he like sees disheveled Narcissa and he's like, oh, what is it? What a delightful surprise to see you here. Like, it, it's fun to see him in a context outside of the school. Yes. It's, yeah. it's fun to see him like greeting people at his house who are like sort of his friends. Right. Right. Like, or, like, or at least like he has to pretend are his friends. Um, and yeah, like, like there's a description of him that I find really funny in here that I'd never really like considered for his character that the him like settling into a big leather armchair, which mm. is just a really funny thing to picture him doing, I think, and reminds me a lot of the um the book three scene where he swivels around in the in the armchair uh to like taunt Lupin. Oh hell yeah. One of and my I'm favorite just, scenes. Right. Like but just like I'm like, oh right. Snape is not like the like again, no, you know, no shade at Alan Rickman. I think the movie version of Snape is fantastic. But he's very different in the books. And I just I love getting the the constant reminders of it. Like, oh he's a lot more like campy, I guess, in the in the books, right? Like he's Yeah, he's absurd. Yeah. And and also that that's really fun because I think that like the absurdity of wizards is lost a lot in the movies yeah i i guess like but but i can appreciate that it's like we do get this vision of like that is more of the beginning books where it's like you see a a wizard that is like an adult like doing their wizard stuff and and like those people can't exist they're they're cartoon characters Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, like 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 that like that prevailing image from book one, the first chapter of book one, where Vernon sees the guy, the guy wearing purple robes, and he's like, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" Like it's <laughs> it, it's fun, it's fun to like get reminders that like wizards are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I love Snape. He's very good. Snape. Yeah, we so so good Snape content here. I I'm. What do you think of this as like a reintroduction to Bellatrix? This is so weird to me. This is like the one thing in this chapter, aside from the monologue, that I'm just like really having a hard time with. Is it's like Bellatrix is just a new character now. Yeah, she's this, not really the Joker anymore. No, she's just like she's just kind of like a a, a grumpy goth, I guess, which is fine. Like, like, hey, that's a character, but like, like, there's nothing here that like that like says like oh this is the crazy lady that that uh that harry tried to torture to death this is um fan film bellatrix <laughs> right this is cool bellatrix right yeah, yeah. It's, it's strange um she's very with it yeah she's I very guess. sharp she's like like i, I it's it, right and so maybe this is the the thing that is so weird is that like the 
this is almost a chicken and egg thing, but like, did the decision to like flesh Bellatrix out more or, uh, or to write this long attempt, like, like unnecessary, like plot hole lampshading monologue come first? Because I feel like the old Bellatrix that we know, who is just sort of crazy, a uh, crazy Voldemort sycophant would buy Snape just saying like, Hey, if you're questioning me, you're questioning Voldemort and that's no good, huh? Like she'd be like, Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, boss. Like, like that, that would make way more sense. I think. Mm -hmm. uh, but instead she's like a lot more shrewd now all of a sudden. And like, ask asking all the right questions yeah i i think that's a weird a weird it, role for her it to fill feels like she has more of her own agenda yes in this um whereas that i i was under the impression that her character was that she, her agenda was voldemort's right? right yeah like she's just she's like i said like a total sycophant like like not not interested in anything other than propping voldemort up but yeah now she she sort of seems to be I mean, maybe maybe the implication is that she's like jealous of Snape's position, but like that doesn't really make much sense yet, mm. at least because we don't know what her position is. Well, I, I guess it makes sense because we know that she she and Voldemort have a thing, you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about that a lot in this chapter. Like, huh, like honestly, yeah. I, I read into her her weird like protectiveness over Voldemort and also the part um, where Snape implies that she wouldn't have been told Voldemort's plan. She takes like personal offense to that as like cursed child stuff. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't even think of that. I wonder if that, I, I, I you know, I, I've always been wary of, of JK Rowling saying like, Oh yeah, I planned the entire thing out day one. But I, I wonder how much of that was, uh, already kind of floating around in her head when she wrote this because that that does make that stuff at least make a little bit more sense or at least colors it in a more interesting way yeah she she doesn't really come off in this chapter as much of um like the joker but she's a little bit a little bit of harley quinn <laughs> right yeah yeah she's yeah she's like super super in love with voldemort that makes a lot more sense actually huh maybe i could make hey, credit where credit is due that does make that make a lot more sense so I guess, but it's still weird to see her basically be a completely different character here. Um, so I know that like you can use this turn of phrase to not mean to not be literal. Mm -hmm. um, but this line where Bellatrix sa says she, he's, she's kind of accusing Snape of, of not returning to Voldemort immediately. And she says, but you didn't return when he came back. You didn't fly back to him at once when you felt the dark, <laughs> dark burn. Um <laughs> Do you, do you think she meant literally? She, she had he to can be fly? literally. She had to be literally. Oh, you're like, hey, dude, you can fly. How come you didn't? How come you didn't zoop on back? <laughs> Voldemort won't teach me how to fly. He taught you how to fly, oh. uh, and you didn't use it to fly to him immediately. Oh, I'm having such a good picture in my head all of a sudden of this like Bellatrix Voldemort Snape love triangle. Mm. and she's jealous that, that oh how come you'll teach him to fly teach me to spread my wings and learn to fly if you taught me how to fly i would fly to you immediately snape wouldn't do that <laughs> snape wouldn't fly to you <laughs> <laughs> he's busy grading papers <laughs> and, and, yeah and, and then he and then snape meets up with voldemort and he's like hey snape i tell you how to fly and you didn't fly to me immediately what's up with that <laughs> 
his potions class, whack. His <laughs> his lack of flying to you when 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 he heard you were back, whack. Me, I'm tight as fuck. <laughs> Bellatrix. Oh, poor Bellatrix. Oh, I have so much more sympathy for her now. Right? Voldemort just isn't treating her right. No, I know. Don't you should teach her to fly too, man. That's so fucked up. Wow. <sighs> Poor Bellatrix. Uh, how did you how obvious do you think in retrospect this chapter is setting up what is going exactly what is going to happen? Extremely. Super I, duper. I felt that way when I first read this book. Um like that that was at least part of my takeaway was just mm. how much it just kind of lays lays it on the table like this yeah. pretty much cards cards face up on the table pretty like immediately mm -hmm. yeah i i i i'm i definitely agree although i will say i at least like i'm remembering you know i, I did like a lot of the like sense of malaise at the beginning of order of the phoenix but where that ended up like the way that carried through most of the book i think ended up being a detriment whereas i i i appreciate this book basically opening with this one two punch of like here's the state of the world and here's the mystery even if it's a very obvious one right but it's 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 very nice to get like a clean cut like 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 table setting at the beginning of one of these books this way oh yeah it's better than hallway orb for <laughs> totally. sure yeah 100 <laughs> percent but yeah, it, it is quite obvious, I think. I mean, obviously, yeah. hindsight's twenty twenty. We know what is happening. But I think I think even just like like just trying to like look at it just through the lens of like what pieces are, are is it showing to us here? It feels fairly obvious, especially because they keep talking about like, oh, Dumbledore's so weak right now. Like, you know what's coming. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I also think it's extremely obvious. I, I know I said it before in, in the context of the um, conversation about um, uh, Bellatrix uh, accusing Snape of not being trustworthy. But I think, like, there's no way that you can come away from this book after Snape kills Dumbledore and not know exactly how that went down and right he yeah was to like it's just it's very clear I it's guess. an unbreakable vow he can't break it <laughs> you, it's right there in the name it's a it's it's oh it's a it's a tragedy it's a tragedy yeah mm. yeah um so yeah i i don't know i i i have a lot of thoughts but i think that these are like good uh, it's a good opener i think it's yeah thank god there's a plot like i'm i you're right there is a mystery in this one there was not in the other one at least this one is like ooh, what what does draco going to do like what has he been tasked to do right we 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 know we know the state of the world and we have a carrot on a stick immediately of like excellent that's a like, great like, place to start yeah it's 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 almost like it's a damn novel and 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 also speaking of it being a damn novel having multiple pov chapters back to back is is refreshing i'm i'm hey, happy what's up with that because i i'm gonna look a little bit and i'm pretty sure yeah the next chapter is not gonna open up with this being a dream or anything like that i think these are our first p like non-hairy pov chapters since the prologue since... of book one yeah that 
aren't something that Harry has knowledge of. Right. Yeah. Because I was about to say, well, we have the Frank chapter, but the Frank chapter is revealed to be a dream. Mm hmm. Huh. Yeah. It's, What's it's, up with this? W- yeah. This is quite a choice. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm into it for sure. I mean, better late mm-hmm. than never, right? To like realize that you can write other perspectives in books. Um, sure. But uh, season six. Yeah, season six, we're getting uh, not just one, but two different POV chapters. Uh, in fact, like the first, the first one is like a, a limited POV. Then the the this this second one is like omniscient and just like like uh, just just like observing three uh, like the the exterior actions of three different characters. Mm-hmm. And, and it even reintroduces the characters, right? Like this yeah. is our first time seeing Snape. Um, or or Bellatrix or or Narcissa that is not through Harry, Harry right? Yeah. Like yeah. like we like it 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 introduces them again. Um, each of them gets like a like a re like a description and a reintroduction uh, through like this omniscient narrator. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, I don't know. It's flex. She's flexing a little bit. Uh, she's she's is she's that trying. What this is? Is this a flex? I guess you know it's it's no I, okay. The stuff that's a flex in this chapter is 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 as as much as I appreciate the the different perspective and and like the the style of this thing. There there was the like multiple times uh, that she had to describe uh, uh, Narcissa and Bellatrix like grabbing and chasing each other and pulling away, where it was like different metaphors, like oh the pr- the predator chased its prey and like all this stuff. Like okay. I I know I know that it's difficult like like there's only so many times you can write the cloaked figure but like get, come on step step down I, from the ledge I, like, I had a big eye roll at the killing the fox introduction of this chapter yeah. maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a little jaded but but opening up this like atmospheric scene again very cinematic to open up from like the perspective of a of an animal and then have it be killed by the characters that are like <laughs> that then become the center of the scene and hey like, we're okay. ba- we have our fir- we have our first dead animal in harry potter first abused animal in harry potter in uh, <laughs> in, in book six uh right in chapter two there it is uh i, I mean it's i thought it f- was an or what <laughs> oh, I thought there was. Well, maybe, maybe there's a, maybe there's a, an aura that's an animate, animagus that's a fox that's uh, really shitty at his job. And yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, oh fuck, I forgot to transform back into a guy. Shit. Damn it, fuck. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I enjoyed these chapters, and I think that part of that is just because, like, I'm so relieved to like have a plot made clear to me. Um, Hooray. but yeah i don't know i i would say a at least fairly strong start to this book what do you think sure yeah i'm enjoying it yeah it wasn't what i was expecting i didn't i didn't remember how this book started i was like okay so we're gonna be at hogwarts what's the deal um but getting getting not one but two separate pov chapters i'm into it um yeah i sure hope i sure hope this book doesn't end up bogged down in backstory and flashbacks uh, pensive style and pensive chapters and no none of that certainly well we should probably take a little break and then come back and get some uh, halloween celebration in what do you say sounds good
Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's Halloween month. All all <laughs> month, Halloween. I think you mean Dark Arts Month. Oh, that's right. It is Dark Arts Month. Uh, the, yeah, the, the new Wizarding World Twitter did did announce that. Um, still don't know what that means. Would love to find out. Maybe this is the year that they'll tell us what Dark Arts Month is. Certainly not. Um, I Since the books never really take the time to explain even what the Dark Arts are, uh, I'm not sure if we will be closer to understanding this month. <laughs> probably all probably i know not. is gun spell that's all i know that's the darkest spell you can kill someone with it yeah that's so fucked up um but to celebrate because it is it is the most wonderful time of the year uh i think that we are going to do some uh some halloween themed uh, uh third segments for the next few episodes while we are in the month of scares and spooks. well sure yeah uh for this week i have uh uh curated some halloween costumes from halloweencostumes.com we we looked at a, a few of these last year they're very funny if if, if you if you don't remember or if you didn't you didn't join us for the uh last time we uh we went through this stuff uh halloweencostumes.com has very interesting copy uh they write like essays about every costume and they get uh, i would say weirder and weirder the deeper into the website you get and uh, they're kind of delightful. Mhm. Um the first one here I thought would be very appropriate for this episode is the adult dementor costume. Oh, more adult than I could have possibly imagined. Yeah, we we learned we learned some adult stuff about dementors this this reading. Uh so so this felt this felt appropriate. All of us know that the last thing people need during Halloween is another excuse to eat chocolate. But when you're showing up and sucking all the happiness and hope out of people's (laughs) minds, giving people a legit reason to eat chocolate might be your only redeeming feature. Halloween is all about embracing those creatures that spread fear. What's more frightening than the only creature that could make the great Harry Potter shake in his boots? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't. I'm. Making making Harry shake in his boots is is getting some some new context thanks to this this week's reading, and I'm not not a fan. <laughs> These powerful creatures bring people back to the worst time in their lives, whether they clearly remember that time or not. They play the part of the worst hypnotist ever. You'd think they would be banished from the Wizarding World, but is in our, our world there's place for all beings to exist. Uh, what? Mm, 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 mm. What? Ah. Uh, the, uh, the Dementors play the role of keeping the worst criminals of the magic world in prison. When there is so much dark power in one place, it helps keep those genie jailbirds distracted by their disillusionment. <laughs> genie jailbirds is a really good, good phrase. Is that Bellatrix? Is yeah, yeah. She, genie jailbird. That's that's the 1930s cartoon starring her. Uh huh. It's hard to cast an escape spell when you're bogged down and depressed. In some twisted way, <laughs> dressing up as a Dementor is like dressing up as a good guy from a nightmare. As every Harry Potter fan has learned, nothing is ever simple. This is a this is some weird apologia for Dementors, I think. I, I like that. You know, you won't find a read of Harry Potter anywhere other than this, like like this, 
mm-hmm. website anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's caping for the Dementors other than uh, uh, HalloweenCostumes.com. Tell your friends to work on their Patronuses before All Hallows Eve. They're going to need them when you show up. Don't worry, you won't ruin the party. When you start dancing to that funky beat, people will realize you are only a fun-loving, fun-loving bogart all along. Hmm. Do bogarts love fun? A fun-loving bogart does. I guess a fun-loving bogart does. Yeah, but 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 I I don't know. Bogarts also seem kind of creepy crawly, and, and and spooky. Like like I don't I don't know if they're they're just pranksters. That would kind of be funny if they were. They were just like haha, prank to you. Oh, mm, they could be. <laughs> was when 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 uh when logan paul or jake paul (laughs) pretended to get his chest blown open with a shotgun in front of all those kids was that a bog art (laughs) yeah just having just scaring you just spooked you that's beautiful um nowhere on this costume does it mention uh that the dementors can reproduce or what the fog is that's a that's a real shame you might want to bring some like prop uh, maybe like a prop fog machine around with you <laughs> if you if you get this costume <laughs> no one come over here i'm fucking yeah got my fog machine uh the next costume i have here is the harry potter adult severus snape costume Ooh. Uh, i've sent you this one before but I, it is too good not to read on here a sweeter snape whether you love him or hate him, one thing that always comes to mind when people think of Severus Snape is how dark and bat-like he is. Okay. <laughs> I thought I thought that we mostly think, what an evil gentleman. Absolutely, I do. His black clothing and billowing cape are the perfect fit for a cave dweller or highly skilled wizard with a dark and stormy past. Is that what... Ca- were, did cavemen... Oh, I guess if they're thinking like ba- like a bat, like... That's a Do they cave the dwellers. Make... Yeah, yeah, he's he's hanging out in the dungeons. Yeah, the inventor of several different dark arts spells has a nasty disposition throughout most of the Harry Potter series. But for fans, it's common to hear that Snape has a lighter side. Some fans even suggest that Snape is a hero to wizard kind. His ability to show great, if not disguised, care the for those text around him says that. <laughs> it li- like literally, it says at the end that he was a hero. <laughs> Uh, has a lot to do with why it was easy for us to picture him getting rather excited to find that he is, his brand new set of robes were both intimidating and practical. You may not believe us, but when Snape put on a set of these impressive robes, he did a little twirl while cheering. Mm. Our, our typically forbidding friend found a pocket stitched behind the left lapel. As anyone will know, a pocket enhances any clothing item. We were told this pocket would be great for your wand or potion ingredients. With an expansion charm, maybe even a certain ruby-hilted sword, which makes it infinitely better than the average pocket, why would Severus Snape want the sword of Gryffindor in his lapel? (laughs) Uh, Why, to deliver it to Harry in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Oh, fuck. That's the only thing that I can assume No, you're right. Oh, this thing is more... Halloween.com, more more versed in the Harry Potter lore than us. Mm-hmm. I, I just got schooled by by this cop ad copy it'll happen while severus was most excited about the pocket it was made clear that he was pleased uh that all the necessary pieces for a well-dressed wizard were included in this officially licensed costume 
With a history of wearing mismatched and ill-fitting clothes, Snape is a huge supporter of buying outfits, not separates. Is Okay, I need to... Hey, we just watched the fifth movie, and <laughs> Snape was not wearing ill-fitting clothes. That was a fit, for sure. It, oh, oh, it fit. Yeah, that was... Mm-hmm. Uh, so this Severus Snape costume includes a jacket, collar, cuffs, and robes to make it easier for you to dress like the sallow-faced Hogwarts professor. Wonderful. The one thing you won't find with this Severus Snape costume is his greasy black hair. You have two options here. Let your hair get long and dirty before Halloween. <laughs> or add one of the long black wigs from our wide selection. Without the signature locks, people might mistake you for any average wizard instead of the talented, conflicted, and hotly contested hero of the wizarding world. Hotly contested. Ooh. A lot of Snape wives out there. There's Voldemort wants him too. You know, yep. taught him to fly. Yeah. I Snape's- know it. It's a lot There's of competition. competition. Yeah. Uh, how about the Harry Potter Bellatrix Lestrange costume? Voldemort is terrifying and evil and the ugliest thing to crawl out from a boiling cauldron. But he has competition when it comes to being declared the most despicable character in the Harry Potter series. Despite Voldemort being the ringleader of the two great wizard wars, a couple of his Death Eaters deserve our horrified acknowledgement, namely Bellatrix Lestrange. From the sound of it, she has been a wicked little thing since childhood. <laughs> what do we hear about her childhood uh maybe not well i guess we'll find out uncharted territory responsible for the destruction of the longbottom's happy home the death of her much kinder cousin and so many other unknown dark deeds bellatrix created a name for herself we could try and defend her and suggest her bloodlust and cheerful reaction to anything that brought Voldemort's goals closer to succeeding stemmed from her unrequited longing for him. We could give her the benefit of the doubt and choose to believe that somewhere deep down, she was a kind and warm-hearted person. Honestly, it's just more, much more appropriate to believe that she was pure evil. You do Okay, the thing is, is that when you're writing copy for a Halloween costume on HalloweenCostumes.com, you do not need to have like a a meditation on the nature of a a character um so i just i think this is brave yeah it's bold because you were you were reading that to me and for a second i forgot what segment we were doing and thought you were reading me like a stupid reddit post or something (laughs) the dae think bellatrix could uh could could deep down just be in love with voldemort i thought again that's just the text so (laughs) Uh, if Bellatrix deserves any praise, for it's for her dead, dreadfully chic wardrobe choices. Mm. I'm going to disagree if we're talking about movie Bellatrix. Uh, going going to Party City to um, to stock up on my wardrobe for the next year. I, I need to, because does anyone know where I can get a corset that I'm not actually wearing? I'm just like loosely fitting around a shitty dress. Please, can anyone help me? <laughs> Reflecting the darkness of her soul, there's something about her gothic style that makes us excited to try on her look. With the exclusive Bellatrix the Strange costume, you can do just that. In the dress with a full skirt and peekaboo shoulders, you'll feel as elegant and powerful as she did when you strut into any room. The fitted girdle completes this striking look with a pocket perfect for carrying your favorite wand or dagger. Uh, Of course, we're hoping The dagger that killed Dobby? Fuck. Absolutely not. Get do not put that evil anywhere near me. Get 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 the Dobby dagger away from me. 
Of course, we're hoping that you'll adopt her style without picking up her nasty character, but just in case, you'll be ready to make a stealthy getaway in this all-black ensemble. In case you Stop. kill Dobby and then have to get make your getaway? Stop. She's getting away and we can't tell where the huge dress is. <laughs> if you're really looking for some, to be something truly terrifying for Halloween, we suggest becoming Bellatrix Lestrange. With this licensed Bellatrix costume, you'll have everything you need to take on the Death Eater's dark and intimidating style. Whether you'll be as sweet as Hermione masquerading as Bellatrix or as haughty as the pure blood herself, it's up to you. Just make sure you're prepared to accept the fearful glances of anyone you meet. Yeah, I'd be really scared of someone in a Bellatrix a strange costume at a Halloween party. <laughs> they, um, uh, I, you know, I'm kind of surprised that they nowhere in this, like, see one two three five paragraph uh, uh bellatrix rumination they did not mention uh the the deleted scenes from the from the seventh movie well you would need to go with with someone dressed as hermione to maybe act that one out <laughs> oh oh no <laughs> david yates's halloween parties are probably horrifying <laughs> this one I'm not going to read the whole uh, uh, copy for, but I'm going to send you this picture and I will, I will post this on the Twitter along with the episode. This is the moaning Myrtle costume, but like, what are they talking about? Looks like Eeyore. Looks like an yeah, Eeyore it's, costume. It's just, it's, it is a, it is a gray coat with a hood and I guess it comes with round glasses. I, not in a million years could I guess that this is Moaning Myrtle. This is kind of like a topical costume because then you can go and, and maybe you can combine it with another costume. It's going to be like a hit for election season because you can be uh, Moaning Myrtle Elizabeth Warren. Uh, ooh, mm. the, the copy here does have some good stuff. There's no drama like high school drama. Seriously. Some high schoolers go through a phase that switches a mean switch in their minds. Even the wizards what? that we like fall prey to their this bullish attitude looking at you, James. And usually people come out of this without too much harm. What? Yeah. Sorry, usually, I don't know why I'm taking so much issue with this this advertising copy. Well I don't know if you can just say well, no harm done. <laughs> Some people most most people come out of high school without too much harm. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> Uh, but every so often, sobbing in the bathroom can lead to some serious side effects. Moaning Myrtle will let you know. And even after her early end, Myrtle couldn't catch a break. Her bully went to the Ministry of Magic so that she couldn't follow him around and was bound to the school, though she tends to hang out in the bathroom and wherever the water What is this water talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think this is stuff. Do we, do we like find, do we get like a more in-depth rundown of how she died in book six? Are we gonna a get some snake killed her? What? <laughs> she got she she got killed by a snake. <laughs> Tom Riddle snake. Tom Riddle set the whole thing up. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Myrtle couldn't catch a break. Her bully went to the Ministry of Magic so that she couldn't follow him around. What? Her? Why would what? her? What are? Who is her bully? Was was that? Does uh, she it, name? I feel like I feel like she maybe names somebody that she has a crush on, and that's why she went to the bathroom to cry, and then she got killed incidentally by Tom Riddle's oh. snake. Oh, 
This yes. is such this is such a deep cut because he, he she mentions like Oliver Hornby or someone. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Her bully went to the Ministry of It's just weird that the, the, I'm I'm having a hard time with this copy says her bully went to the Ministry of Magic, not like so it's saying that her bully, the person who bullied her, left to get away from her. I which think that he like just graduated school and went and got a job. Okay. Yeah. And she was a ghost because she died. Yeah, I think I think that's I think you're right. We're going to break out of the specifically Harry Potter ones, because if if you go through the the pages of Harry Potter costumes, of which there are many, once you get to the last few pages, it starts mixing in just some like generic wizard costumes. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, and Mer- like Merlin? Of, yes. Well, this one in particular is men's dark sorcerer costume. Ooh. It's easy for us to wonder why some sorcerers go bad. But then again, most of us never cast a single spell in our lives. Mm. The allure of dark magic is pretty strong. See if you can resist its pull with this dark sorcerer costume, or maybe you'll decide to fully embrace it instead. Magic is a difficult game to get into, and we're not talking about the card game. Oh. But that can be tricky too. See, ah, ma- magic is pretty tricky to get into. There's a, there's a lot of rules. You got to learn about the stack. Not just anyone can do that. <laughs> not something to be entered into lightly. No, absolutely not. We're referring to making a living as a sorcerer. Many professional magic players live for a very, very long time, so the turnover rate isn't high. It is hard man- to be a professional magic player. It's, you know, it is quite a <laughs> grind. You got to go to all the GPs, um, and you really just don't make that much money. The average no, magic pro, you it's, don't. It's a, t- yeah. it's a tough living. You got to be <laughs> streaming on Twitch every night. You need to like take up other games sometimes to fill the void. Like, like yeah, you get you gotta. Some some you might just give up and become a poker pro instead. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you're lo- managed to secure a position in the arcane arts, you're expected to keep producing new spells and potions, and you've got to keep on. You got to keep up with decks. You probably probably someone's going to look to you for some homebrew stuff, right? Like, there's yeah, there's yeah. You might you might be with. a legacy player, but but you have to go and play in a standard tournament, and then you have to learn all the new cards. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> It can be a lot of pressure, so naturally they may start focusing on flashier dark magic to meet deadlines. Uh, it doesn't net take decking. long. <laughs> yeah, they just start net decking. And... <laughs> I thought you would appreciate this one. Just, look, just looking up sideboard guides, uh, just kind of phoning it in. <laughs> it doesn't take long, though, to completely give in to the dark side once you've had a taste of it. Another part of wielding such wicked power that makes it so addictive is the wardrobe. Dark wizards get to wear much cooler robes than their lame-looking rags good little wizards wear. The flowing hooded robe included with this costume is made of luxurious gray velvet, and the fashionable silver trim gives it a mystical quality. It also comes with a matching medallion to help you channel your sinister powers. You can decide for yourself if being a dark sorcerer is easier than being good, but after wearing this costume, you might just find out the darkness is more fun. Hmm, that's wonderful. (laughs) I was just, I was so tickled to read the the reference to magic the gathering in there uh, <laughs> uh there's a good review here too i was looking for a costume for a witch house party and was searching for things along the lines of warlocks and wizards <laughs> like, <laughs> uh final item here uh we i had to find a a, a, a sexy witch costume 
and and there was one in the Harry Potter section right at the back, the Hallows Eve women's orange and black witch costume. Great. This simple outfit proves that a well-chosen array of spooky garments and festive colors is all it takes to make a memorable appearance at your next costume party or Halloween hangout, which is exactly what you'd expect from a costume named after Hallow's Eve. After all, she and Hallow's Adam were the ones who started our long tradition of dressing up, weren't they? What? (laughs) (laughs) Whoops, our mistake. Ancient history is one of those things we always feel really knowledgeable about until somebody calls us out. Okay. <laughs> Do they think that Adam and Eve were real? Is that what they're saying here? Ancient history? It sounds like you're calling them out. I think I'm, I think I might have to call them out. Those, those, are, those are characters from a story. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll stick to what we really know, which, come to think of it, pretty much is just great-looking costumes. And when we see the tasteful velvet bodice and mesh ruffles of this combo, we can tell that we're dealing with something special. It feels cheerful and fun without being tacky, elegant and dressy without getting overly elaborate. Plus, while this set covers all the basics, there's plenty of room to give it a personal touch by adding whichever props or accessories strike your fancy. And it wouldn't be hard to work in some eye-popping cosmetic effects either, though we get the sense that you'll probably want to look uh, for something a little more sophisticated. Well, whether it's a brooch or a broomstick, your best feline friend, or your favorite pair of knee-high boots, almost anything will look great alongside the classic black and subdued orange of this classic witch ensemble. Mm, that sounds wonderful. It's uh, it's it's not even that particularly spicy, honestly. But it's it it was just funny going through all the Harry Potter costumes and then just seeing like the sexy bodice with pointy hat at the very end here. <laughs> I wish that I wish that this was a Harry Potter character. There should just there should just be a, a, a I'm sad we didn't get more Death Day stuff. People should dress up and go to the Death Day parties more often in these books. That's what I'm saying. I think in our in our CW Harry Potter show, it would be really fun uh, to do more like because there would have to be like a Halloween episode. And if and if I were a Hogwarts student, I would dress up as a like muggle idea of a sexy witch for oh for oh the, that's for so, halloween <laughs> that's so good mm-hmm. yeah just yeah just a twice filtered down sexy witch costume that's incredible mm-hmm. i love that idea oh this website's so good i i just am always in awe of how many uh uh like they're they're just really able to crank these out i guess these uh these long descriptions of of quite well-trodden costumes let's those are the ones i prepared but we uh there's so many here i'm just gonna read through some of them and 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 shout shout out if there's one you want to uh want to take a look at we've got adult deluxe professor mcgonagall we've got harry potter deluxe hagrid plus size we've got uh deluxe newt scamander costume why would anyone want to dress up as a character from fantastic beasts can you play i want to know what they have to say about newt scamander okay uh men's newt scamander costume uh okay well here's so here's here's something for you they have one paragraph for him they don't they don't care about newt scamander so much now you can dress up as the one and only author of fantastic beasts this uh, adult newt scamander costume is an officially licensed costume from the harry potter universe makes for a great look for anyone who's looking to get into the wizarding world it comes with a coat and attached shirt and a pair of pants you'll be ready to wizard up wait sorry hang on i need to read this as written you'll be ready to wizard it up in no time 
it ends with uh, uh, exclamation point question mark. You'll be ready to wizard it up in no time. This is the most damning review of the Fantastic Beasts films that I've heard uh, yeah. so far. They managed to write six paragraphs about Bellatrix Lestrange and they can barely write one about Newt Scamander and half of it is saying it comes with a coat and pants and a shirt. We read a we read the the slave Leia costume on the bonus episode today, and oh, they managed yeah. to write like four paragraphs about it. It was and, like, like a full essay. Yeah, and yet Fantastic Beasts gets it comes with shirt and pants. Get ready to wizard it up. We fucking guess. <laughs> Get ready to wizard it up. Uh, okay, I, I I had a brain blast here, and I've 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 searched up one last thing that I think we probably need to cover here. Sure. I'm looking at Dobby masks. Oh, shit. There may be a lot of different elves to choose to dress up for as Halloween this year. Oh, whoa, that's a sentence. Yikes. Uh, but why not be the best? Thank you. <laughs> Justice. We're ob- finally. We're obviously not talking about any cookie baking elves that live in trees or jolly ones. Uh, ones with an ex- with a apostrophe. Jolly ones making toys in the North Pole. And no, we don't mean the <laughs> mighty elves of Rivendell either. No, the they're best... all all nothing compared to this elf. Just fucking trash compared to the one and only Dobby. The best elves out of them are, of course, the house elves in Rowling's Wizarding World. Grab this Harry Potter Dobby mask and you'll be the greatest house elf ever. Dobby has no man- master. Dobby is a free <laughs> elf. This is true. Dobby is one of the few house elves in the series that can claim to be a free elf and owns servitude to no one but those he would actually like to help so grab this latex mask and slip into a pillowcase or some sort of toga and enjoy your freedom you needn't take orders from anyone not even a wizard as an elf you are more powerful than most know you don't even need a wand to use your magic and you can easily put a malfoy or any other mouthy wizard in their place i love that it's so true they also have a they they have two listings for the same dobby mask and they Mm. have different copy wow that's dedication uh, this one's shorter though this one just says every house should have its own little elf running around they can help cook and clean and keep an eye on things when when you're away and if any dark wizards try sneaking around the area having an elf there to hit them with a magic blast to scare them off would come in really handy that would be handy it's true <laughs> use your magic no can... blast <laughs> if you had an elf that could blast people who come into your house un- 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 unwanted that sh- i guess that would be useful uh they also have a listing for dobby's hands what so this halloween you want to dress up as a character from the wonderful world of harry potter that's awesome although there are so many amazing characters how does one simply choose boy a real life sorting hat would really come in handy hmm well if you happen to be extremely loyal super kind to children and a very hard worker then we think being a house elf might be the perfect way to go for you hmm now then, you'll have to practice your groveling and, of course, refer to yourself in the third person at all times. Oh, and you might also want to grab a pair of these Dobby hands, too. <laughs> Nothing's better. <laughs> you might, you just might want some Dobby hands, maybe. <laughs> Nothing's better in helping you sell the fact that you're a helpful little elf than a pair of these realistic and officially licensed hands. <laughs> you may- a little scared i can't so picture i can't picture dobby's hands i'm not i'm not when someone if i was like dressing up as dobby for halloween which is a noble goal if i were going down the list of like okay what do i need it's like okay big ears i guess um like green face paint maybe these, is this actually what dobby's hands look a like toga, I... 
Dobby. They're really scary. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess he's got like, he's like a freaky little creature, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Dobby is a freaky little creature. You're right. Is that real? But he has to. Okay, I just remember like he has to snap his fingers, and those do not look like hands that could easily snap their fingers. These look like goblin hands to me. Uh, we're gonna solve this mystery. Dobby. Just gonna look look up Dobby. His hands do I'm not look- feature heavily in his design, is what I would say. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at his. De- oh, I know why this is so fucked. Okay, here's the thing. Dobby's hands look completely nor like like I would say like normal human hands. Uh-huh. Uh I'm looking at some movie stills right now. The the main difference is that he only has three fingers. He's got three fingers and a thumb. What really? Dobby's had yeah. three fingers and a thumb this entire time. Yeah, I guess so. I never really noticed, but like they're but they are he just has like three but like normal sized fingers. He's a yordle. He's a yordle. Oh, ooh. This is the deep lore. Dobby is a yordle. He's we're a yordle. Getting magic- we're getting the- magic lore. We're getting league lore. We're yeah. getting so much here. For, for anyone that doesn't know, for anyone lucky enough to not play uh, Riot Games hit game League of Legends, the yordles are the <laughs> little, like, fuzzy, um, I guess, like, annoying little creatures. They're like little <laughs> elves. Um, but they did a pass in the game where they, like, deleted all of their... <laughs> Like they deleted the fingers in the in the splash art, so they would all consistently have four fingers. Yeah, and and I think what these fucked up looking Dobby hands are doing uh, in in this on this costume site is that they have four fingers, but one of them is a really fat finger for you to put two fingers in. Right. Yeah, because you're not, you're not going to cut off a finger for your Dobby costume. I mean, I guess if you're not dedicated, right. sure. Um, I would go ahead and say that you will probably look more like Dobby without these, because I think no one except the most hardcore people on Earth are going to say, "Hey, how come you've got an extra finger, Dobby?" <laughs> I think I think you might be good just like putting some like big claws on the end of your you know some 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 big elf fingernails on your awning and calling it good. I think right. these draw attention to the hands in a way that they were never really meant to be looked at in the film. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that Dobby had had less yeah, than I, five fingers, and I think that we're probably some of the biggest Dobby fans out there. That's right. Yeah, his hand. Yeah, his hands. Not really. Not really a big factor. I think in in what what constitutes like the things that we think about when we think of Dobby. Uh, the features here do say latex glove like fit, officially licensed, and then the third bullet point is long yellow fingertips. Hmm. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope everyone got some good ideas for their Halloween costume here. How about how about you? Or how are you feeling? You think you're, you're, are you going to go for Dobby? Or are you going to go for uh, Newt Scamander? What what are you thinking out of these? Uh, maybe maybe in a another episode before Halloween, you can you can tell me about the some of the costumes for the the ladies of Fantastic Beasts, so I can decide if I want to oh. be um, the popular characters Queenie or Tina. Yeah, I wonder if they even have this because because that new Scamander one was really tossed off. It was like, yeah, here he is. He's got a pants. He's got pants and a shirt. What do you want? Uh, so I wonder if they've even got. Uh, uh, oh, OK. No, we've got a Tina. 
at least. And we've got okay, we've got Tina, Tina and Queenie, so we'll we'll revisit that next week. Uh, and 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 you can choose uh, who who you are going to be. For Whether Halloween I can be of- the the horrible cop or the um the, the, the lady that joined the Nazis with very very little persuasion, the, the Nazi bimbo. very easily. <laughs> Oh, great. Well, I think that's going to do it for us. What do you say? Should we take it to the close? Yeah, sounds good. All right. Our theme song is Hot McGonagall by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for letting us use that as our theme song. Uh, you can check them out on Bandcamp and you can check us out at patreon.com slash streetcast. We have so much bonus content for you there, including uh more halloween costume stuff we were we we're kind of going over some of the the broader halloween costume ideas uh uh that, that, that we can find on that website not just harry potter ones and hey our new book what are we reading this week um we are reading chapter three which is called will and won't it's kind of a short one what's it about or no idea what's it about uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll read it and find out. I just mean, I'm like looking at this chapter illustration. I'm like, damn, what's going on? Um, yeah, I don't know what it's about. Um, I see that there's a highlight, a most highlighted line um, in my Kindle edition of this of this chapter. So I'll be excited to reveal what that is uh, next week. <laughs> that, that'll be exciting. Oh, maybe. Do you think we should maybe put that at the end of because because hey we don't have flute piano this week you know I would love to do that except that they aren't consistent like um, oh. in the spinner's end chapter there wasn't one oh that's too bad so I think it really okay. has to be highlighted a lot for it to pop up and and tell okay. me about it all right so we'll 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 think of something to to fill the void left by uh, one hundred ways to kill Professor Umbridge uh, but until then. Please read another book. Please read another book. To the dream, but there's a lady there. Makes ocean roll seem tame. Better know what you're after if you catch her eye. Cause this hot mama is just a cat in disguise.